0: Hey guys, welcome back to another Weird Wednesday. I'm Ashers and this is Pat O. Pat O, Happy New Year to you. Happy
1: new Year to you too, Ashers. It's so great to uh hear your voice again. It's been so long.
0: It's our this is not our first show of the new year. We recorded no. on the first. We did. And you can hear that show over on the Patreon.
1: They say that however you spend um New Year's Day is how you're gonna spend the rest of your year. And um, I spent New Year's Day uh, having sex and uh, driving across state lines and doing a podcast with you. So I think that that sets the pretty good tone for the rest of the year. I very can't. optimistic.
0: That sucks for me. I, I had a very stressful family event, and but then I came home and recorded, and it was you know it went well, right? Um, but uh, so. Family stress and uh, more recordings. Yay! <laughs> if I would have known, uh, then I, I would have made different plans. No, <laughs> it's, it's all right. Um, how was your New Year's?
1: Mine, uh, actually, it was, it was um, kind of fucked up. So the whole reason that we recorded yesterday, if you remember correctly, is because we were supposed to record on Friday. Yeah. but. The 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 very the very fucking second that I sat down in front of this computer right here and went to uh, open up Zencaster and record with you, I got a phone call from one of my mom's friends that she had taken a tumble outside of the post office, banged her head on the uh, sidewalk, and was rushed to the ER. And uh, as a good son, I, I put my podcast on hold. And uh, got in the car and drove over and proceeded to sit in the emergency room with my mother for eleven fucking hours and um it was it was a great people watching experience. My mom's okay. she did three stitches uh, She they gave her c t scan she's fucking fine but sure. um it was that was my Friday that was all fucking day Friday and um you know my week was uh kind of shitty because I was cleaning up the aftermath of that arctic storm that came through the midwest and um you know i oversee facilities for a public institution and there was about a hundred buildings that were adversely affected by the weather and it was an incredibly busy week for me and just when i thought i was going to be able to pop an edible and record some content with my best friend ashers uh my mom had to get drunk and fucking face plan outside the post office with one of her friends so yeah (laughs) there was that uh and i don't know i mean i i could i could do a whole entire riff on the 11 hours i spent in the er i won't except to say that like the, oh man what really got depressing was like towards the end of the night when all the fentanyl junkies came in acting like they had kidney stones and shit to like try to get their fix or whatever for new year's eve and there was several and that was that i got into a fight with one of them because she realized that she was going to be there in a while so she was trying to like start a fucking riot in the in the er and she's like well what kind of son are you sitting there with your mom your your mom's sitting there for you've been in here at that point we've been there who knows eight nine hours you've been here nine hours if that was my mom i'd be screaming and racing hell i'm like fuck you junkie like you're just trying to get me to fucking get out of here so that you can move up so you can get your fucking fentanyl quicker like shut the fuck up right <laughs> and that was like you know and like it's like you're wearing like a sweatsuit and fucking crocs with with socks on and it's like like you're wearing like the typical white trash junkie outfit like um then like a, a cta bus hit a ups truck and all those people came in and they thought like oh we're getting fucking paid we're gonna get all this money now we're gonna get paid and then they realized okay well you got to sit here for 14 hours until the doctor sees you. And if you don't get seen by a doctor in the ER, you're not gonna have a lawsuit. So they sat there for like three hours hooting and hollering and then they fucking left. Then there was like a stab victim that came in, and that was a whole big thing. It was it was just like and the Barbara Walters died. It was just like a shitty fucking Friday. And um Saturday was I guess a little, New Year's Eve, technically. It was a little bit better. Got to record the Y two K uh best of twenty twenty two wrap up. And then my niece was in town, um, who's in and she's a big fan of uh musicals and stuff and she had never seen rocky horror so um spent new year's eve watching rocky horror with the family and my son had never seen it my niece had never seen it and we watched it and um it was good i i I like rocky horror i don't like it as much as some people do okay um, but i like rocky Horror. rocky horror is (laughs) cool the songs are good it's got it's real i i i hadn't seen it in a while like i had gone to like the lot i think the last time i saw it i was like at a live performance thing and it's interesting just to kind of sit down and watch it as a film and like tim curry's got such a great fucking voice oh yeah you know what i mean like I'm but by not i'm one hell of a lava he's got like that great rock and roll voice and like Um, some of the songs are fucking good. Some of the songs are eh, but I mean for the most part. And I mean it's a musical about shitty sci fi movies. Like it's um it's Rocky Horror Man.
0: (laughs) It did what it set out to do and then some, you know. Uh Rocky horror I don't enjoy as a movie by itself. I do enjoy it as an experience though. Yeah. And um you know that that's the important part for me i mean i watch it every year i try to watch it every year i try to at least go to a performance we have a drive-in here that does a uh double feature of uh rocky horror and little shop of horrors um during
1: halloween it's funny you bring that up because when i came home friday to re- the the reason this whole thing got started i came home friday to record this podcast with you and my son and my niece were watching little shop of horrors oh yeah downstairs and i was like fuck yeah and yeah. she was like he never saw this and then we started talking and i realized they had never seen rocky horror and that that's kind of how that yeah those two go hand in hand i don't know
0: why they do but they do yeah i mean i i don't know Uh little to me little shop of horrors is, is, is perfect
1: better music oh way better i and the know, whole thing. I, I yeah right. I, I appreciate groundbreaking trans rights stuff okay whatever fine it's kinkier it's hornier i love that right but uh yeah way better music
0: Oh yeah Little Shop of Horrors way better um but that's again that's only because I can watch Little Shop of Horrors and enjoy it on my own I, I I listen to it in my car by myself um and I don't care who knows it and who hears it whereas like Rocky Horror it's only fun with others you know to me yeah you know but important it is a milestone you know it's, it's it's a milestone for folks um the first time I saw it I saw it the right way it was live so and yeah. I do think that that's important if you're not going to do the sing-along and the prompts then that I mean that really needs to be your first introduction to Rocky Horror
1: but, yeah I don't know you I, know that, that I, mine was different I actually I didn't see the live thing until I saw it at the music box maybe five years ago you know and I'm 40 so that means I saw it when I was 30. I didn't see it live until I was 35, and I had been watching it since high school. But I don't know. It was, theater chicks always liked it. You go over to Theater Girls' house and put on Rocky Horror, and you make out halfway through. I probably didn't even see it all the way through until my like mid-20s. Wow. Because like, I just kept getting ass during it, you know?
0: Just so. always, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean priorities you know <laughs> yeah.
1: one thing i want to promote real quick before I, I i pass the mic to you is uh i found out this weekend um actually w- <laughs> when we were recording last week's episode which uh i guess not everyone could tell that i was fucking shit face during which is uh, interesting but um after we recorded last week's episode um on the uh, uh year-end predictions i uh i kept kind of partying and, um, just on a whim decided to submit a event for Gary Con. So Gary Con is, is the big Dungeons and Dragons convention in Lake Geneva that I go to every year. And, uh, I had submitted to run an event back in 2000, back in 2020, back in 2020, um, before the pandemic hit. And the whole thing got canceled. And I was going to do uh, a, a gore game, Tales from Gore, which green uh, is something we'll get to at some point, green culture. But um, never did, I remember doing it. And then I, I haven't the past couple of years. And then this year, I just on a whim um, had this idea that I was maybe going to do something with. And then that night after we recorded the uh, the year-end predictions podcast, I was sauced enough, and I was like, fuck it. And I just, I, I filled out all the stuff, and I submitted it, and it got accepted. So I'll be running a D&D game at Gary Cotton this year, which is pretty cool. Um, it, it's a, a fifth edition Dungeons & Dragons game that features the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, now in their 40s, going back to the Orient to tie up some loose ends of Master Splinters, and uh, shenanigans ensue. So it's going to be run for four to six players. Obviously, the four Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles plus Casey Jones and April O'Neill. Um, uh, we're going to run it at GaryCon at the end of March. But if there's interest, depending on how things work out schedule wise with Jeff's Frogman Festival in Cincinnati earlier that month, it might not be a bad idea for me to try to do a uh, like a test run. So if you're going to the Frogman Festival and you like to play D&D, hit me up because uh if we can get at least 4 people together besides myself, I'll definitely run that either I don't know, Friday night or Saturday night or fucking Sunday morning or whatever.
0: Pat is so. always trying to solicit people to play D&D with him at these events. <laughs>
1: because let me tell you something there's a lot of D D players there like we can smell our own kind and the room's full of them you know which maybe is it hey you know what is something that if jeff mr craig if you're listening uh is something that we could even make an official event thing that happens uh i mean it's it's a four-hour game so maybe at some point during the thing we could if there's room i could run it there i mean i don't know we'll see i'm just throwing it out there i got to do it at the end of the month anyway in lake geneva it'd be nice to do a test run in front of friendly faces earlier that month so that i can make notes and see how the game plays because this is homebrew i'm, I'm really putting it together myself um and i'm fairly competent at it i run D games all the time but it, you know hey, if it's an excuse to play D and D with some friends uh i'll always take that so absolutely that's okay that's all i got <laughs> which which you got how was your how was your new year's eve you were fucking drunk and, and traveling and out of town and whatnot uh
0: yeah well yeah yes and no um yeah i mean i went to we have like a typical every year my friend group has a white elephant gift exchange okay Um. for new year's eve and so i went and i did that thing it was a little different this year but that's okay um it wasn't bad just different um so i went to that it was kind of um nice because like at one point so when I was picked up to go to the party um I was already drunk and so (laughs) um so there's that and then I went and drank some more and so I get there or whatever and um you know one point I had like this moment of clarity where everybody's having conversations about things and I mean the conversation that we were talking about was like applying um einstein's theory of relativity to um politics and you know that we're talking about quantum mechanics and we're talking about i mean that's what we're drunkenly all talking about yelling about like we're experts on the subject but it was it was nice and fun and you know it reminded me that hey i really like these people um (laughs) you know so that was enjoyable um i whooped some ass on some mario kart that was great uh so we like played video games or whatever um you know and i mean it was fun nothing too exciting happened it was just refreshing to be able to get out and like do something and it was so simple and you know again the plans kind of changed so so things got a little odd um but then they worked out anyway so so it was good who's your Um, go-to
1: mario racer yoshi yeah
0: always yeah yoshi um so (laughs) and and i will ruin you so i
1: like, don't you already, <laughs> you, you already have i already have
0: just submit now yeah
1: um
0: so that was good and then i did our family christmas got pushed off because weather again uh, no previously
1: Oh, okay, I'm no,
0: leading into my New year's day,
1: oh, gotcha, gotcha gotcha okay, okay.
0: so it got pushed off because of weather, um, so we ended up celebrating it on new year's day um so we went celebrated that with uh my sister, my nephew, her you know my my brother in law I guess yeah, um, which was okay. We have never done it this way before, so normally you know we all get together and and do Christmas now we are a big Christmas family, like you know, and um, I'm you know. I guess kind of spoiled. I mean, it sounds terrible. But I am. I mean, we we do we have we are big about Christmas every year. Uh we spend too much money on Christmas every year. Um, when really we could all just bought our own shit and been happy, but you know, that's not the point of it, right? Um, so what we decided to do was have split Christmas up. My sister moved an hour and a half away. We used to always do it at my mom's house. Well, my sister has a toddler who walks and my mom has a dog who will um, eat toddlers. Eat toddlers, or anybody <laughs> right. for that matter. So we decided to like split it, and like my mom was like, "Well, I can't fit everybody's gifts in my car and and drive an hour and a half away. It just it's not it's not possible." So we did Christmas at my mom's, Christmas at my sister's. um But really, I think everybody was kind of disappointed with that this year, and I, and I kind of agree. So I'm not sure what we're gonna do. We're gonna to, like run out of space. <laughs> Everybody just me that way but it wasn't bad it's not that it was a bad thing it was just that you know this year has been a little different and um like i mentioned in the past couple of episodes we've all been so ready for the year to just be over and and go and my year definitely ended and started with a bang um I submitted a piece to the Feminine Macabre. Hopefully, uh, that you know goes through.
1: Yes, um, I will read it. I it's it's in my inbox. Oh, you so haven't
0: good, even but, read it. Wow. I well,
1: f- I mean, fuck you're you, missing out. Yeah, it's it's there. I have not deleted it. It's sitting there waiting on me.
0: <laughs> you know. So I you know I did that, and I've just been doing you know good things, a lot of good things, but nothing that's really probably worth talking about here. So I don't know. It was it was okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's all i really have to say about how things have been going lately it's been going all right um you know yeah that's uh that's what i got are you ready for some news pato
1: let's do it i got news this week too do you i brought something to the table for once
0: brought something
1: to the i'm table. trying to get better with it yeah. you've been
0: doing that lately no it's, it's always been very interesting and informative so
1: that's uh-huh. fine well
0: i got one thing for you okay um so scientists found a virus eating microbe this is a big deal and like nobody's talking about this um the microbe uh, is called halteria okay and what they did was they took Halteria and a specific virus, doesn't matter what it is, it was a virus, and put it in a, in a dish together and, you know, watched it. What they would find was that the Halteria was, you know, population was growing while the virus was dwindling. Um, they then did another control where they actually injected um, the virus with some type of fluorescent something just to prove that the Halteria was actually eating it. It wasn't dying on its own. Um, the Halteria then started glowing. So obviously it is eating it. Um, this is a big, big deal. So now we have a new term on the table for diets. It's uh,
1: v- vir- vir-ovor. It,
0: it, It's 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 yeah, and it's uh the first, but it's the first virovore is what vir-ovor. it is. Yeah, nice. and so this is a very, very new technology, but viruses kick our fucking asses so if we could find a way to introduce a safe microbe into us while we're under attack from one of these viruses then like that's going to be pretty fucking big actually that's going to be a big deal now that while this particular microbe now has been discovered it's not that this is the only one it's just that this is the first time we've ever really done this to see if it would even happen so Tons of testing to figure out what will eat a virus. Um is it just when the microbe doesn't have anything else to eat and and you know it gets desperate and will eat the virus? You know, what what's the ins and outs there? I don't know, but that's exciting
1: shit right there. Yeah, that is interesting.
0: You know, especially coming off of a pandemic. This right know, with that type of technology, this probably may have not have ever been a problem or may not ever be a problem in the future.
1: Right. So um
0: something to look forward to. But that's what I got in the news
1: uh i have a ufo sighting that um is just a little bit um a little bit unique so i thought that it warranted uh bringing up real quick uh tuesday december 27th at approximately 1 p.m uh brian lynch snapped a picture of a large saucer-shaped cloud that loomed over um the living desert zoo and gardens in palm desert california um and the reason that this is interesting is that uh it looks like something out of nope uh it's a giant cloud-shaped ufo you can find the picture online the guy that took a picture of it brian lynch just so happens to be the screenwriter of minions and the secret life of pets so is a I I don't want to say that he's necessarily a more credible witness just because, uh, of what he does for a living, but, um, you know, in a certain perspective, yes, he is a more credible witness (laughs) because he's already a famous person with lots of money, you know, (laughs) hate to be a dick about it, but you know, the likelihood that this guy staged this or something, uh to try to make a quick buck or sell it to uh the tabloids is 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 pretty fucking nil. So um check out the picture online. It's uh it's it's interesting and worth taking a look at. And there's uh a couple other people had pictures of it too. It was floating around this this phenomenon was floating around the internet um and uh it's interesting. It's worth taking a look at. So I I wanted to bring up that. Also, wanted to bring up something that Asher's was responsible for. And uh, just a word of advice to our audience: stay up on the Weekly World News Twitter account because you shared a, a headline this week about chickens holding an underground farmer fighting ring that I sent to everybody I know, and, and not like it's like non UFO crypto people, like my my normal friends, and everybody got a kick out of it. So, uh, you know, I love Weekly World News, you know, as funny as I think I am, and as much as I love Weekly World News, seeing a headline like that just makes me realize that I do not have what it takes to write for Weekly World News. I know that's something that like I kind of like talk about sometimes. Like, I should write for Weekly World News. Like that's something I should I should send them some samples and and blah blah blah. And then I saw that one and I was like, dude, you don't have what it takes.
0: Top you, tier, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: That was so fucking good, and the picture is great too. It's a yeah. bunch of chickens in a circle watching two fucking hillbillies beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I always was, get a
0: kick out of them. Yeah, I, yeah. I definitely I definitely do.
1: And I follow them on Twitter, but that one just slipped through the. I mean, I follow probably close to 500 people i don't fucking i i I miss stuff all the time but you caught it and you you reposted it and then i caught it and then i sent it to everyone i know and uh just a, a shout out for our audience and speaking of shout outs to our audience uh this week's props goes to and this is in a in a really uh interesting bout of synchronicity i i wrote the notes for today's show yesterday um and I had already had this kind of uh, worked out where I decided that I wanted to give props to Candice McVicker. Um, she's the one that's responsible for our logo and a lot of our artwork. And a lot of my artwork, she's done basically every movie poster that I've done in the past eight years. She did all the graphic design work for my side business, uh, the general contracting business that I run. She did all the letterheads, She did the logos. She did the business cards. If you've ever gotten one of those Pat O'Sullivan Monster Hunter business cards, she designed those um and you can find her on instagram as candy McVee or candy o dandy she does a lot of shit um she's someone whose creative abilities i honestly could not live without she also kind of looks like kelly clarkson which is awesome and and as luck would have it, her and I went to go see Avatar today. I could not find wow. anyone. Go, I could not find anyone to go see Avatar with me, and I just kind of threw a hail mary out there. Who wants to go see Avatar? And she's like, "Fuck, I'll go." So me and her just got back from seeing Avatar too. And that's before I um I so this is this her being this week's shout out is not in a response to Avatar. That was something that was completely set up beforehand. It just happened to work out like that. And I found out she was the one that messaged you about us doing the D and D show i didn't know that was her but she was like yeah which is something that i think i've been i said that we should have done a long time ago and someone else actually within the past week or two mess and if you're this person just give your just remind me who you are but somebody messaged me and recommended that i read this book about the murders that were attributed to dungeons and dragons in the 80s they weren't they the murders weren't connected to D and D, but the detective made that connection and um they said oh there was this book that you got to read and they it's called like the dungeon master or something forget who you are but it is on my amazon list i'll get to it in a hot second <laughs> so that's it and then my uh my half mass chubby shout out is going to go back to mothman 46 <laughs> again <laughs> because uh i gave him one before and then me and him have have uh taken to talking to each other online and uh he's even more remarkable now that i got to know him better and he's a very skilled photographer hire him for your weddings or graduation parties or bat mitzvahs or kids or whatever
0: or paranormal Um, investigation
1: yeah he's a very skilled (laughs) drone photographer yeah and uh very funny guy very 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 funny guy so
0: yeah uh, i can't say it enough love mothman 46 um you know he's, he's a great dude i like pato's uh review on twitter his extensive review of avatar It reads. I'll read it. I'll read it for the audience. It reads, Avatar was good. (laughs) (laughs) It was.
1: Avatar was good. No, I appreciate that a
0: lot. I do. So when I worked at the movie theater, um, you know, in case uh, for any reason anybody doesn't know, I worked at a movie theater for five years of my life. Um, When I worked there, uh, I really got into the habit of not watching movie trailers um it's hard you know when you when you're cleaning theaters and stuff or just operating a movie theater like you you walk in on these movies all the time so if you're not the first fucking person to watch it and normally you're not with like big releases because guess what we're all working (laughs) because everybody's there you know you it'll spoil shit but but again i got into the habit of not watching trailers for movies that i want to see because it ruins the movie you see all the cool parts and you know it'll spoil it sometimes and it's really dumb i'm like whoever edited this obviously didn't watch the movie (laughs) like because now we know already you know um but i appreciate a good spoiler free review especially on a quick access area like social media um because too many people are like so into just putting it all out there and being like well if you didn't see it in the first six hours that it was out it's your fault it's like oh my guy. some of us have lives
1: <laughs> right and i you know why i do that i i do that a lot because that is my standard review that's pato weighing in on a movie that's kind of controversial i did that was that was my same remove re, uh review of halloween ends Halloween Ends was good yeah i liked it you know what i mean I, it's it's where there's a lot of discourse there's a lot of back and forth there's a lot of people picking apart and taking shits on it and saying this and saying that and i just sometimes want to know like is it good or not am i do i want to sit there for three hours or not it was good yeah it was good right go see it you know what yeah, i mean you know. it, it was not uh i guess technically you could say it was groundbreaking if you look at um you know uh, the technology behind it and everything i did see it in 3d which i'll admit i don't normally see movies in 3d but i did make the effort to see this one in 3d and i'm glad that i did um but it was good and when the next one comes out i'll probably go see that one too sure (laughs) there there you go
0: i've never watched the first avatar
1: you know it came out like when our kids were born
0: yeah it did yeah Yeah. it did
1: that's that's exactly my thing too i never saw it in the theater um i caught it i remember my kid i was up feeding my kid uh and he was just a newborn baby and um I got him to go to bed, and then I put on Avatar, and I sat there, and I watched it in the middle of the night for three hours, and then when it was over, I went to go to bed, and then he woke up again to be fed, and I was like, oh, this fucking movie, and, um, but I never, I wasn't part of the theater hubbub where everyone went to right. go see it, and so, yeah. yeah. I somewhere-
0: went, i saw it. I went and watched it. Um, uh, I, well, I was at a friend's house smoking some pot, and they had Avatar on, and i was so fucking bored and and just from that you know granted i walked into it probably in the middle of the movie i don't know what the fuck was going on i don't i don't like the way the blue people look at all i (laughs) think at all it's just cringy to me it reminds me of like uh you ever play uh final fantasy eight
1: which one is that that's uh, final
0: between seven and nine (laughs) (laughs) It's seven well it's the guy with the fucking jacket and i mean that's all i really remember he's got a fucking leather jacket on it it doesn't matter it's just google it it's fucking ugly it is one of the ugliest video games i've ever seen in my entire life
1: seven is the one with the mr t with the gatling gun hand right and the materia know, I've, never, I've
0: never played seven
1: and then eight is the is the, he's got like a bomber jacket and he's got the gun sword or whatever
0: yeah I'm probably no i don't know maybe the
1: gun blade i don't,
0: know, I don't remember I, you know I, re- I haven't played that game in a long time but what I, I just remember all i remember from it is that it's fucking hideous and it was the first final fantasy game that i ever played and that was probably a bad idea, because again, it just was so ugly it had turned me off from the rest of the franchise. I don't care how much people praise seven; it has turned me off from it, and uh that's unfortunate when that happens. you know, I don't know,
1: yeah, Final Fantasy Two is the one to play i it, well, it's four in Japan, but it's two in the states. That's the one with uh the dragoons and um that's that's the one man that's yeah. the one. That-
0: i don't mind old graphics like that wasn't the problem it's just that you like this was on the ps1 you could tell that they were trying something new right and it just didn't work out you know and that doesn't have anything to do with the story it doesn't have anything to do with the actual gameplay i just couldn't get over how much i hated looking at it
1: <laughs> yeah so, and that's oh, about avatar <laughs> yeah i i honestly i was gonna I, I debated rewatching the first one before i went to go see this and i didn't and um it was fine i i figured out what was going on with the blue people fairly quickly uh i did not rewatch the first one before seeing this it was all right
0: i gotcha. I, got I watched um a movie that i had been work- looking forward to for a long time i watched bones and all and oh, uh you know what's really unfortunate is that um i usually have to watch a movie two times because again the first time my adhd brain is just already like whenever somebody wants to watch a movie with me i don't actively want to watch a movie if it's not one that i've already seen i don't want to watch a new movie my brain is just checked out i don't want to so whenever i watch movies i'm usually you know for the first time i'm doing something else and if something catches my attention in that movie and makes me sit down and watch it then i know i obviously have to watch it again this definitely caught my attention again it is long it's like uh, a little over two hours long um but it starts off i mean right away pretty much um engaging and interesting and it's i i don't really i can't really tell you what it's about because again i gotta watch it again but i'm going to so there's there's that's a good review from me for a movie is that if i want to watch it
1: again <laughs> <laughs> like, i'll make the effort
0: i absolutely will yeah it was it was i was like damn i was once i got to the end i was like that's a pretty good movie i think (laughs) (laughs) so i'm gonna try it out I'll let you guys know next week uh (laughs) if it was if it's still good but i think it was still good yeah it's about cannibalism so that's pretty cool but not the way that you think so just i don't know just fucking watch it um go into it blind watch it enjoy so anyway do we have any other did you have any other news i do not um the pope died
1: the current pope, or was he a past pope? I don't know. I don't know either. I, I, I stopped that being. A, you
0: had to die. I mean, I thought that's how the pope worked. I think you, like you, you're not the pope anymore. I didn't know that the pope retired. I
1: don't know. Do they? I don't know how. I, a pope I I stopped being Catholic about when I married my wife. She, I know, but you were Catholic.
0: Man. You should know about the pope, Pato.
1: <laughs> you know, I never met him. He's never been in my kitchen. <laughs> I, I don't. He doesn't come to the South Side very often. I know my dad. Uh, so my dad was a Chicago police officer. I know that he guarded the Pope that came to Chicago back in the eighties and he was on stage with him at Grant Park. Oh. Um, that's that's the only that's the only Pope story I have. <laughs> but you know, and he, he had he had to bring him fucking six altar boys an hour. But uh stop it. No. I was an altar boy, I never got fucked. That's <laughs> I think that's all a bunch of fucking the 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 liberal press trying to demonize the church saintness that works saintness that work in the media trying to make up all this shit about you know i don't know (laughs) we'll just drop this bit right here (laughs) sorry
0: fair enough that's why people don't really give a shit that the pope died they're like well he's a pedophile so yeah
1: i don't i don't know i think And i mean
0: like if he is a pedophile cool if he's not
1: well i don't think there was there i don't think there was any accusation against him directly i think people just don't feel like the catholic church has done enough to root out they, they, they've they gone to great lengths to uh cover up yes accusations of pedophile in their own ranks they they yes. they move these people around a lot and you know that was something that i'm i remember uh Sinead o'connor being on snl saturday night live in the 80s and ripping up a picture of the pope and everybody thinking that it was because she was northern irish And that was during the heyday of the Troubles where the Northern Ireland people were fighting against the Southern Irish people. And Southern Irish people are traditionally Catholic and the Northern Irish people are Protestant. They're from the Church of England. So her ripping up a picture of the Pope was some kind of dig against Southern Ireland and the IRA and all this shit. And what she was really talking about was the Catholic Church's... um, uh, the fact they haven't done anything about the pedophiles in the in the church they just kind of fucking move them around and shit and um i don't know how i got off on that but uh
0: <laughs> I, yeah it's know,
1: it's weird guilty by
0: association i understand that and i mean it, it it's not like it doesn't happen um because it it does i mean you know that's true but i don't know i'm not gonna pretend i know anything about the pope or catholicism or you know I'll, I'll
1: just say one thing the, the one of the things that i um uh that i have gotten out of um being n- not practicing catholicism anymore and being a uh um lutheran or protestant catholic is that you know catholics kind of owned the whole vow of chastity And priests can't marry and nuns can't marry. And they're supposed to lead these lives devoid of sex or romantic relationships. It's very extreme. Very odd. It is. When you look at every other denomination lets their people get married. Like when I run the, you know, I I talk about sometimes how I I run the AV department at my, my kids' church. And the guy I run it with is the pastor's son and he's like a normal guy like we still we fucking talk about letter kenny and the trailer park boys and shit you know what i mean and he had a pastor for a dad growing up i mean he's a little like he doesn't listen to guns and roses he listens to country music like he's a little fucking square but for the most part he's really he's, he's like a normal dude you know what i mean i'd have a beer with him and shit um and that's because his dad who's the leader of the church that we go to was allowed to marry and like have normal relationships and shit and it's it 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 reflects back even more on my upbringing catholicism where the priests were these weird repressed guys that couldn't fuck it it's just it's very archaic and i don't know why why you know the catholic church is so fucking dead set on that a lot of it has to do with the apostle paul and if we wanted to get into religious history i could give you a lesson right now but i won't because i don't know who gives a fuck but a lot of it has to do with the apostle paul and the fact that he was a weird he had weird sexual issues that he kind of imprinted on a lot of into a lot of his letters to the early church and i think it's we can walk away from that shit now like that was sure. one right. guy i don't i don't think there's any strength in that i don't think the catholic church is stronger for its vows of of uh, chastity you know
0: yeah i uh well we all know that uh sexual repression typically leads to extreme deviancy so they probably are pedophiles and doing things that they shouldn't be doing and you know because that tracks i mean
1: well a lot of it too was um if you had if you were from an upstanding family back in the day and you had a kid that was queer you would put him in the church because you didn't want him to embarrass the family and that's Mm -hmm. fucking real that's a lot of that that's how kind of this that's a big part of it too. It isn't that religion breeds homosexuality. It's that when before homosexuality was accepted, the church was a dumping ground for your gay kids. Sure. And that was you would just put them in there cuz that way they had a reason to never marry and that way they could they didn't bring shame upon their family and like they weren't out sucking dick in the in the alleys and whatnot, right? Which is a terrible way to do it. And it, it's a different type of abuse. And those people that were forced into that kind of life were all kinds of fucked up in the head. Number one, they're trying to come in terms of the fact that they're gay. And then you're trying to get them to come in terms of the fact that they're gay by sh- like shoehorning them into a situation where they're being told that they're an abomination for being gay. You know, it's just, it, it's, it was like, it's fucking emotional torture. And I'm not, not that I'm defending any of that. I'm just saying like, I, that's a component of, how this started or happened. We can move on to the Space Force whenever you're ready. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Sure. Yeah. Sorry. I gotta <laughs> That's Sorry, okay. Gotta... <laughs> that's all right. hey, that's all right. I brought it up. It's my own fault. um no, no, no. sometimes
1: You know my trigger words.
0: <laughs> sometimes you really are asking for it, you know? Um most of the time not, but sometimes you are and that was me.
1: Uh so right.
0: I understand. Anyway, we did an episode I think this past episode we talked about talking about the space force
1: um
0: because nobody really knows what the fuck the space force is and what they do and um so that's what we're gonna talk about uh this episode um here's okay here's my cont- contribution to this episode pato you ready for this yeah uh the space force was, is responsible for operating and defending military satellites and ground stations that provide communications navigation and earth observations such as the de- detection of mitchell missile launches the space force is not really out there in space the space it's still within our orbit okay And the whole idea of it is to make sure that basically the satellites aren't affected because satellites do affect our daily life and could fuck with things that are important to us as citizens just kind of milling around and and military, but I mean, could directly impact us if a missile were to be launched into one of our satellites. Um, And uh, but that's it. It starts and stops there. <laughs> that's
1: that's what I got as of right now, yeah, so i <clears throat> I came to this um this was during the news segment of last episode yes, um i had i f- f- we failed to mention the previous episode, the windigo episode that uh I believe December tenth was the uh space force's birthday third birthday, and um Yeah, it was because it was was, uh, founded in 2019. So, yeah, and um, that I forgot to mention that. And we kind of started going back and forth and we realized that there was something called Space Command. And I was scratching my head about what was the difference between Space Command and Space Force. Because uh, the, the Space Command was uh, created back in 1985 to provide a joint command for all military forces in outer space and coordinate with other combatant commands. So there's like 11 different commands that um, utilize like different branches of the military. Okay, so let's let's do this real quick. Let's let's talk about the difference between Space Force and Space Command. Okay, so Space Force is a single branch of the military that organizes, trains, and equips space forces in order to protect allied interests in space and to provide space capabilities to the joint force, okay? The joint force is all of our military assets, right? Space Command is one of 11 commands and is a war fighting component that actively employs forces from the U.S. Army, uh, Navy, Air Force, Marine Corps, and... Marine Corps and Space Force okay so Space Command is actually above Space Force Space Force is the branch of as a branch of the military Space Command is the war fighting component that encompasses all of our assets and has jurisdiction of Uh, The United States uh, military operations, all military operations above 62 miles above sea level. So there's a very specific ceiling for Space Command. Anything that happens with our military above 62 miles greater than mean sea level is the territory of Space Command and by extension Space Force. And as of right now, the only thing that that and uh, the only thing that we know of that that has to do with is maintaining the integrity of our satellite communications. Right. Okay. Every every branch of the military uses satellite communications. So, in a in a large scale conflict with another superpower, where they would try to disrupt ground communications there stands to reason that there would be a military operation from an opposing force that would take place in outer space. And that is where space force and space command would come into play.
0: Well, I mean, it's kind of just like, um, uh, insurance for space war. Um, you know, it's, it's just in case, um, you know, so that way we can be prepared for something that could attack us from above, not necessarily alien in nature, but even just humans. Um, you know, they, uh, Space Command was responsible for stopping an attack, um, on some American troops in 2020. Oh, so, really? Yeah, you know, they were. Mm hmm. Yep. They saw an incoming missile. They cleared the troops out of there. Nobody was harmed. So, I mean, there is, um, you know it it works and it's important to have um but it it, it just isn't the cool thing that um uh, you know we all thought it would be i mean yes we have space force but like the ufo shit's handled by a totally separate thing like that's not even it has nothing to do with that at all
1: well i think so th- yeah so there is space command given when space command was founded it's kind of got ties to the star wars program which is something that we talked about when we first started talking about this Mm -hmm. star wars was this program that reagan put into play to for exactly what you just described right right Intercontinental icbms which i'm gonna say because i fucking otherwise i'll screw it up icbms go into the atmosphere go up into outer space and then come down Mm -hmm. While while they're in transit, while they're in the upper atmosphere, while they're in outer space or however you want to describe that zone, they're vulnerable and we can safely detonate them. So if we have a a laser missile defense program, then we can shoot them down up there and we don't have to worry about fallout. We don't have to worry about whatever. So there's a component of that as well. As long as the missiles go up and then they come down, we're going to have things on the upswing because we can see them going up and that's a great time to fucking tag them right so that and then the protection of satellites that right there is a full-time job i would think i mean granted there's not a whole lot of missiles coming this way but defending Yeah. yeah defending that area defending that 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 airspace above the united states that that's reasonable it's logical it makes sense right this is a this is an area of vulnerability for us it makes sense to have things up there that can get up there the patrol up there whatever totally makes sense um and that's before we get to all the sexy weird shit that we'll get to where we start talking about ufos or we talk we start talking about the moon or we start talking about comets or asteroids or anything right um just that just that i think Warrants uh, a branch of the armed services. It it, it warrants a command, because um, that's you know the commands. Uh, hold on, let me pull up my pull up my info. So there is eleven combatant commands, right, in the military, and they provide command and control of various troops from all service branches for a specific mission or specific geographic location. For example, Central Command is in charge of Middle East operations. Transportation Command is in charge of transporting troops and equipment everywhere. Northern Command is a combat command based locally at Peterson Air Force Base, and its primary mission is to defend the United States, the homeland. Space Command is obviously in charge of the space domain, and uh, Colorado Springs was its previous home. They don't really have a home for it. Uh, so that's how, like, that's how, like, new this stuff is. Like, Space Force is currently being run out of the Pentagon, but at, at eventually they're going to find a place to stick it, and that's going to be, like, its home base, and they haven't found one yet. Um, so all the, like, Space Force is still kind of in the, the planning stages. Uh, a lot of this stuff did happen under Trump, but this was by no means his idea.
0: No, it's, uh, this has been around for a long time, yeah, actually. Com- it's yeah, just, c-
1: Command since the 80s. And in and, and 2019, they just kind of got around to it.
0: I mean, they'll, they'll open it and they'll close it and they'll open it and they'll close it. And, they, you know, it's just it, right yeah. now it's, it's open right now indefinitely, you know. But that doesn't mean that during the times that there wasn't a name to it, that there wasn't a job for it because there right. has been. Um, but it's not... I'm, okay i mean it sounds a little um it, it sounds terrible to say this but like it's not that big of a job we don't have people and fleets of spacecraft that are going to be out in orbit battling in the skies could we eventually maybe but that is not where we are at right now We're not even close um again it's a monitoring system to make sure that our equipment up there is protected we also monitor. um the debris and the space junk, which there is a lot of currently in orbit, um, through well, I believe that's just in general through Space Command itself, um, just to make sure that it's not going to inadvertently collide with another satellite, whether that be ours or China's or Russia's, or it doesn't matter. Um, you know, if if we had a collision you know say we had a collision with a chinese satellite then the chinese could go and be like whoa that was on purpose and then now it starts a whole fucking war you know because again it's a problem satellite goes down it's an issue (laughs) if just one goes down it's going to cause a lot of fucking issues you know yeah um so i mean that's really i mean that is what the job is here for these folks um i don't know i just i'm just i'm very disappointed by it
1: can i talk about the weird sexy shit i want to talk about sure okay so uh number one uh in the air force they're called airmen and in the navy they're called sailors in space force they're called guardians yeah which is weird which is weird and like i there's so much about space force that's like really cool but i feel like it shouldn't be that cool like I wonder if it's like, are they fucking with us or are the nerds just running the show? Like, Guardians is like Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, where do you get right. Guardians from? Like yeah. the Navy sailors, like that makes sense. Why would you call them Guardians? Like that's. I such mean, what a- else
0: would you? What would you
1: call them? Astronauts or some shit? I don't know. Astronauts.
0: Fucking- astronauts go up into space.
1: Okay, but, like, just the whole Guardians thing is, like, it's a little too flowery. It's a little. I mean, what else would you. (laughs) I don't (laughs) know. know. I I do. I don't know. But I. here's the thing. I didn't get paid to think this up. Someone got paid to think this up. They came up with Guardians and three other motherfuckers signed off on it. And like, i want to know what the fuck they were thinking of were they pressed for time or are they just are they trying to make this seem like really sexy and cool because it it's working like i don't know like that to me is. i mean just, i guess like, they
0: could have called them guardsmen but like this is very much a desk job where they're sitting monitoring computer systems and the whole point of it is to be on the lookout for potential attacks so they are guardians and they are guarding something
1: I guess it's just, it's very, it's a, it's a very interesting choice of language to use.
0: No, I think it's weird too. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's just, <laughs> and you're right. You're asking me to like put my finger on it and I can't. Yeah, I thought it, about it, it. Yeah. You're just like, really? And then um, I invite everyone to go to the space. So go to space.com or space.com.mil. Um, well, that's U.S. Space Command. Uh, where's the Space Force website? I think
0: There's it's, it's spaceforce.mil.
1: Okay, hold on, let me double check it because they have did you check that out? Yeah, it's spaceforce.mil. Um and yes I did. Okay, and for, did you, that oh, picture that I'm talking about. So like okay, so there's like I go didn't. to yeah, go to space uh go to um go to space dot uh spaceforce mil and they have uh they have lots of photos, FAQs. They have, uh, like, promotional videos, which are, like, hashtag Guardians Wanted, uh, which I, dude, I'm telling you, if, if this stuff came, if I was in high school right now, I would be on the, f- graduation day, I would graduate from high school, I would be on the first bus to wherever the fuck Space Force, like, colleges. And even the insignia looks like the Star Trek fucking insignia like 100%. That yeah. like weird triangle that's like that kind of like dips up in the middle. Yeah, they jacked like, that shit. That's from fucking Star Trek, right? So like this is this could not be any cooler for nerds. Like this is like this is like total nerd bait and it works on me. And it makes me wish that I was 20 years younger cuz I would be doing this in a fucking heartbeat. Um but yeah, go to the go to the uh go to the website and check out all the stuff. One of the things that it, it uses in their um promotional pictures is a is this weird graphic of something coming from deep space and hitting Earth.
0: Where can I where because I'm on I'm, I'm on the homepage, where's that at?
1: So if you're on the homepage right now, you see it, you see a um part of it on the right hand side so see how this is coming from outer space that that like streak that's coming down
0: i don't but i'm on my phone so
1: okay here you here you go i am going to copy and i'm gonna put this in the uh in the chat and let me know if you can
0: yeah let me take a look at
1: it oh ah fuck
0: i mean that's what i was going to say about these people's websites is for people that are really great at technologies their fucking websites are
1: awful i know it's it's designed by an autistic person
0: i can't read the faq okay i see it i can't read the faq um because it's it's not formatted for a phone
1: i know it reminds me of all the chicks that used to bang in my 20s and their fucking myspace pages where it's just like way too busy
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't see like not like it looks so much different. So if you're going to look at this, look at it on an actual computer.
1: But do you see how there's the thing of the thing of the? Uh, you go to the like if you go to a, about Space Force, you go down. There's a video called U.S. Space Force in quotation marks priorities, yeah. And the picture is something coming from outer space and then hitting the Earth. Do you see that? I-
0: i don't think that's what that is though because to me it looks like this thing is launching from the earth no know it's gonna no, be no. this video and shooting off in space and it's gonna come back yeah because when something launches your biggest you know your so your busy, biggest explosion is going to be at the launch and then at the target to me it looks like it is coming it's a it's again it's a miss, missile being shot from the earth up and it's going to come back down which is exactly what we're trying to prevent that's what it looks like to me
1: i don't know i mean i think well we'll make a twitter poll about it i just encourage everyone to take a look at it go to the Definitely space Force, take a at it, yeah yeah spaceforce.mil website and just poke around in there next time you're you're bored at work um because there's a lot of stuff there that you'll constantly keep like asking yourself like is this real and it's real um and yeah i mean just there's this is so surreal to me i guess um the just the fact that it was it was created the fact that their insignia is a ripoff of the star trek logo that the guys wear on their shirts there's just everything of the guardians thing everything is just like wow like is was this is this some like you had said in your text message like i think this is a psyop like i do i'll let you say your piece because i'm yeah, yeah
0: i mean that is that is what i think um after you know trying to deep dive this for information um you know this this is the um denver airport but for the military this is very not sexy there, there's nothing fun about it um i was very bored and i just thought for a long time that really what this is is just an excuse i mean it's just a psyop for the military to throw funding at something to make more money into people's pockets. And I, I still think that um, it's not that there are people, it's not that there aren't people and they're not, you know, working in it and whatever, but like, you know, it just seems like an excuse for money. I mean, because again, these people aren't going off into space, right? They're not flying fighter jets in a space or anything, they're sitting at computers sitting there
1: right well they're all and they're all air force personnel they're all if there's sixteen thousand people uh like uh servicemen and women and civilian contractors which i i i am on the job desk i i get they have my resume and every time a position opens they send it to me and i'm just looking for a good fit um i will dude if i could be a civilian contractor with the fucking space force and a heart attack, sure if i had one of them the job wasn't i was totally qualified for the job but i'd have to move to japan my wife was like get the fuck out of here and i wanted to be like well that's it I'm going to japan but um yeah they uh it's we also have to remember like we're in year three of this like they don't even have a uh they don't even have like the full um it's not even like completely set up yet right they don't have a boot camp they don't have a training camp they're they're taking right. in it's just basically air force people that want to transfer um you know so it's not really fully established and you know it's not the marines yet it's not the coast guard yet it's not the national guard yet it's it's we're in year 3 we're in year three. Go back in time. What was year three of the United States Navy like? You know what I mean? Um, I'm sure it was it was just getting its its ground set up. And maybe that's all this was. Was like, look, if we look at the next hundred years, this is going to be a fucking thing. So let's start year one now. Let's start this now. And it's not it's gonna take a while to be fully realized and it's gonna take a while for us to realize for us to fully comprehend what the mission is gonna be. but we know space is out there, we know that it's a potential battlefield. Let's start the first clumsy steps of getting things in place for us to be the superpower in outer space that we are all over the terrestrial world now,
0: sure definitely and i mean you know if if something just turns into something great um you know it it sounds like we're just kind of setting up our dominoes to be prepared for maybe something but as it stands right now space force is not remarkable um you know i mean that's that if if you're looking for ufo shit no eh, there's nothing there right um, what you really want to look at is the All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, which is located the, the, the All what? Domain Anomaly Resolution Office. That is who is studying UFOs in our government. It's a branch within the Office of the Secretary of Defense, um, but it, it is a pointed point for this type of research. It used to be the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force, but now it's not. To keep changing the name, which is interesting.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at this right now. There's jobs for it too. And that's what ever... we have done. <laughs> No, I still want to dare. I'll do I'll do it. I let people laugh about that shit. I, hopefully, there's there's less competition. There's less people getting their resumes in. I could be a. Fa- I already do a facilities manager for a, a public institution now. Let me do a facilities manager once they figure out where their bases are. I'll run sure. the fucking chillers there. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean like it's sure. pretty, I'll make sure they got AC in those offices and the holding cells for the for the Chinese astronauts they capture. But yeah, uh,
0: it is uh but yeah, that's I mean that's the official program um right now as it stands again there's like four different names for this program um but none of them are Space Force or Space Command. That doesn't mean that they wouldn't eventually work together to do what they need to do, or that they don't work together now to do what they need to do, because they probably do in some way. Um, um, you know, again, it is ran by the Secretary of Defense. Um, so that is something to note is that this isn't it's not just like government, this is also very much military involved, you know. Yeah. Um They're
1: probably drug to too.
0: Right now, you know, yeah, they definitely do. <laughs> I'm fucked. And it's like a fucking it's it's like a hair test, so I guess you, you shave. That, right? yeah. But don't find somewhere that you haven't.
1: <laughs> I would almost do it just to make this just to make the CIA agent doing the background check and me listen to every episode of this podcast. <laughs> we got our, our list to get our plays up. You know what I mean? <laughs> How About that. <laughs> sure. <laughs>
0: they listen to what episode they're like, "Oh, holy shit. It just depends on which one they hear." They're like, "Oh, holy shit. They're right." And then they start uh, d- deep diving. Then they listen every week. They become regular listeners. And then they fucking buy a t-shirt because they enjoy what they hear.
1: Sure. Fanny pack. The <laughs> fanny pack. Or when they're on the range. It's a great place to store magazines.
0: Yeah, it yeah. is. It is. And sauerkraut. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the Space Force is not that cool. But that doesn't mean that it can't be cool eventually. And it doesn't mean that I am fucking knocking anybody for being a guardian that's pretty sweet um
1: yeah i wanted i like i said if if this if this came out 20 years ago my life would have been completely different i would have done this in a heartbeat
0: (laughs) i think a lot of people people feel that way yeah um yeah you know but it uh but we did it i mean we said we would talk about what it is and what it entails and you know and all that and see what that deal is and uh well that's the deal with this with space force and space command and uh <laughs> yeah no point, them involve nasa
1: no point fucking a dead horse i mean it's not there's not. you know they have not there's there's been no historic operations except for the one that you just mentioned but that was space command i think
0: yeah, i believe um, that was space command yeah
1: yeah they're, they're kind of
0: like they're, they're kind of space force and space command are like partners
1: we space command to supersede space force yes but um i would i would say that you know this is good this was a good primer and um just uh keep your eyes open for it and uh pay attention to it and check in with it every once in a while see what happens because you know it's still a trickle it's still a government moves very very slowly
0: it's learning yeah
1: yeah and they're still trying to figure out where they want to hang their posters at (laughs) and uh you know get together a training camp or a boot camp or something and Um, they'll get there they'll get there eventually
0: and they've made it look very fun i mean it looks like a great time
1: dude it does i I hate being this old i really hate being this old because i would be all over this shit i I would be so excited to go to work every day you know although i was thinking about this as much as i would love to to be part of the space force And tell people I was part of the Space Force. You know, like you you meet people that are in the military and they're like, oh, I'm this. And you're just like, that's, I don't know. That's not really that cool, dude. But I would be like really cool about it. I would be so fucking jazzed about this. Um, I don't think I would want to go in outer space. Like, I don't think I would want to work on the moon or in a space station. I would want to fly an X Wing into outer space and shoot other bad guys in spaceships and then fly back down to earth that i would like to do but i would not i wouldn't like to live in outer space that would freak me out what about you
0: um no i don't want to live in outer space
1: yeah yeah that does not seem like a good time no and just knowing that you're surrounded by this like the void of fucking infinity is like ugh, no
0: it's not a good time uh no it's it's terrible um you know you can there's lots of reports that you can come across that you know people talk about living on the space on the international space station or whatever um uh, which they're going to shut down eventually so that'll be interesting to talk about when it happens um but yeah it, it it wouldn't be fun it's not a good time it's very um disorienting now i guess you adjust but it's absolutely nothing like living
1: here yeah, I would fly around up there and shoot, shoot other and like dogfight, but that's it. But nobody does like.
0: that yet. That's the problem. There isn't dogfighting yet in space. And I thought that this was—that's what this would be—and it's not that. And I'm mad.
1: Well, that's why. Like, who says that UFOs aren't our version of X-wings? Who says that these giant triangle craft aren't fucking? That's what we come up with. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's what they're going to look like when we fly them around in outer space for whatever reason, because of the way they, they have to do the thing. I don't know. You know, I mean, I guess they, cause maybe you can't fly, maybe like the X wings just don't work. Like you can't just shoot something in outer space, like built like that. It's got to look a different way, you know? And it's something that I say all the time when, when they talk about like, oh, you know, the UFO is spotted and it's the size of a football field or something those are troop transports right if it's that big why would you build something that big unless it's to move stuff move a lot of stuff move a lot of people off world i don't know we're getting into a different topic now you know i'm we're we're totally branching off into something different but
0: (laughs) you oppose our aliens sorry yeah (laughs) (laughs) sorry sorry to burst your bubble
1: there pato so maybe there's still hope for x-wings after all
0: there could be x-wings and, and and aliens might have them. I don't think so though I, I think you are right about that they, obviously the shape's got to be different <laughs> something yeah. a lot of a lot of things about it has to be different I mean look at what we look at what we send people to in space and not just like again get outside of our atmosphere that's easy. we can do that we've mastered that we know how that's not a big deal. get outside of our atmosphere and look at the type of crap that we're sending. it doesn't look anything like an x-wing.
1: Yeah, that's a bummer that's why I'm not an astronaut
0: they're ugly yeah whatever it is we're sitting out there it's ugly like at least there's some glitter on that shit like do something fancy it up a little bit um but but still still doesn't look anything like ufos do
1: yeah
0: so that's interesting too um but maybe the ufos are just um maybe they're us from a different time
1: whatever just uh, I, i hire me space force hire me as a civilian contractor i have i have so many years of hvac experience apply for the job (laughs) i know i know i actually i think i think i took myself off their um their email list because it was all stuff in japan it was and well there was they were they were doing something in colorado they were building office space or something there or montana or something
0: i mean that's weird that it's stuff in japan
1: it was it was for an air force base it was for a base over there and they needed uh hvac technicians
0: apply for right pat they've got uh, jobs all the time
1: yeah i'm not, well i'm not just looking to be a civilian contractor it was it was very specifically a civilian contractor for the space force
0: oh okay apply for right pat <laughs> i'm sure, they've got a whole um they they got the um oh my god the space building there I'm blanking on the name. I don't know. Listen, it's an Air Force base. They're, they've are they got space-type jobs there, I promise. I gotcha. I promise. And then you can find aliens.
1: Yeah.
0: I, you know, one of my friends works um, there, and I can't tell you what he does, but he told me about this room that they have there called the Clean Room and uh they experiment on animals and when he asked you know what kind of experiments they said you don't want to know
1: (laughs) so listen to uh going to the uh the civilian careers for space force listen to what it says maybe your purpose on this planet isn't on this planet that's, that's their fucking, That's their tag i'm telling you they're fucking I know, really but too they're good at
0: this because they're not sending anybody into space right now
1: as the space force takes shape air force civilian service is recruiting the brightest civilian minds in science technology aerospace and engineering to help forge, forge its future incredible opportunities await talented and ambitious professionals that's me who can contribute to this vital branch of our military we have dozens of jobs that need to be filled get the details and start your application process okay so let's look at hot space force jobs and here's the locations there's philadelphia washington california there's some in la uh denver let's do the what's in california uh, el segundo california junior budget and that analysis analyst uh what's this uh air conditioning technician leader in colorado springs i could do that what's this one
0: uh so you just weren't trying hard enough to get a job there pato
1: so here's something you could do sexual assault sexual harassment victim advocate
0: oh i could do that yeah
1: yeah you did you you were a counselor or something
0: yeah i have to get See, from the county
1: we could work together and i could be the HVAC guy and you can talk to people that have been assaulted
0: i have absolutely zero interest at all whatsoever to work for the united states government
1: air conditioned technician leader so uh let's see what the ah see but they, they pay shit money that's the other thing too <sighs> it's like i'd have to like like the ceiling is like half i don't want to get into that but it's not very you don't, sure. you don't pay a lot maybe the cost of living is cheap do you have to live on base i mean i have like i have all of the
0: not a if not no not civilian workers
1: i have all of the i have i have all of the the criteria as far as what I would need to do to get this job, I just maybe when my kids ret- my kids are away at, at college and I don't need to support them anymore, <laughs> I'll go do this.
0: All right. Anyway, Pato's going to look for a job at the Space Force. um I don't think we Cheyenne any- Mountain
1: Space Force Station. That's where it's at. So, okay. All right. Sorry. I'll let you I'll let you do the closing thing.
0: <laughs> I don't know if people want to listen to you shop for a job. Maybe they do. You know,
1: but do for the Patreon so I can right, afford exactly. the pay cut.
0: Look, Stop yeah. this recording. Let's do another one. Right. We'll, we'll do it.
1: listen I mean, to on, Pat now. fill out job applications.
0: Like. Giving away all the good stuff that we do over on the Patreon. <laughs> the <fuck>. um. <laughs> oh anyway um yeah that's the space wars guys we'll uh we'll run a poll what do you think that image on the priorities video is um do you think it's a it's a missile launching or do out into space or do you think it's a missile launching from space um definitely let us know and uh with that being said we'll see you guys back here next wednesday